This episode is brought to you by Paladin, the premier technology provider for multi-channel networks and digital media companies, including Maker Studios, Awesomeness TV, Studio 71, and more. The Paladin platform streamlines processes, increases efficiency, and grows revenue for media companies that represent more than 200,000 content creators and a collective 15 billion monthly views. Visit paladinsoftware.com to learn more or request a product demo. You're listening to All Things Video. I'm your host, James Creech, and we just wrapped a four-part series about the history of MCNs, which focused primarily on the evolution of the online video industry in North America and Western Europe. So in order to round out our understanding, I'll be spending a few episodes digging into international video markets. Let's start today with the biggest, the People's Republic of China. The Chinese market is fascinating for a number of reasons. Number one, with a population of 1.4 billion and over 650 million of those people online, the sheer size of the China opportunity is massive. Number two, YouTube, like all Google products, is not available behind the Great Firewall of China because the company refuses to allow government censorship. As a result, the Chinese video ecosystem has evolved completely differently from the US and many other parts of the world, which have been dominated by a single player for so long. And three, the growing economic and political might that China wields globally could have long-term implications not just for online video in Asia, but all over the world. Let's take a look at some of the data about online consumption habits and device usage in China compared to the US. According to Verdo and iResearch data, the online population in China is now 48% of the total global online population, or approximately 652 million people. Although 85% of Americans are online, China has almost 2.5 times the online community. Tablets and PCs have almost identical footprints among the online populations in the U.S. and China, with 55% of connected individuals owning a tablet and 93% owning a PC. But what's different is smartphone usage. In the U.S., 72% of online users own a smartphone. But in China, that number is closer to 92%, almost 600 million people. With such a large potential customer base and the absence of an early dominant player, China has developed a much more fragmented online video landscape, with several major player platforms competing for content, audiences, and ad dollars. The largest Chinese video platform is iKiai, with more than 500 million monthly active users. Described by some as a cross between YouTube and Netflix, iKiai was founded in April 2010 by Chinese search giant Baidu and Providence Equity Partners. In November 2012, Baidu bought Providence's stake and took 100% ownership of the site. Today, iKiai has more than 20 million paid subscribers, each paying 20 yuan per month, about $3.25. The second largest player is Yuku, which was founded in March 2003 by Victor Ku, a former Bain consultant and former president of Chinese internet giant Sohu. The company initially emphasized user-generated content, but has more recently refocused on professionally produced videos licensed from over 1,500 content partners. Yuku's library includes many full-length films and TV episodes available for free. Other popular video platforms can't host this type of content because of copyright restrictions, but these laws are less strongly enforced in China. Despite this, Yuku implemented a digital fingerprinting system in January 2010, to reduce copyright violations on the site. In March 2012, Yuku announced a merger with Todo, another popular video sharing site and one of its fiercest competitors. 
At the time, Youku controlled 22% of the Chinese video market, and Todo had 14% market share. The new parent company would be called Youku Todo, though the primary platform continues to operate under the Youku banner. Alibaba acquired Youku in October 2015 at a deal worth 5.1 billion dollars. Today, Youku attracts over 200 million monthly active users and is continuing to grow. Next, let's take a look at Tencent, the Chinese media powerhouse. Tencent owns Riot Games, the creator of esports phenomenon League of Legends, and Supercell, the game studio behind the massively popular Clash of Clans. They also own WeChat, the most popular mobile app in China. The company was founded by Ma Huatang and Zhang Zidong in November 1998, and has since grown into one of the world's largest media companies. Tencent's QQ Live platform offers peer-to-peer -peer live streaming that attracts 3 million daily viewers. In last quarter, Tencent Video's online advertising business raked in 6.5 billion yuan, about 980 million dollars, fueled by video streaming exclusive content like NBA games. Leshi Internet Information and Technology, also known as LeEco, formerly LeTV, is a Chinese technology company and one of the country's largest online video players. Founded in November 2004 by Jia Huiting and Hank Liu, LeEco is a Netflix-style video website. Le means happy in Chinese, so the original name LeTV stood for Happy TV. The service wasn't particularly popular in China for most of its life, but it has since gained significant traction in the last couple of years. And just last month, LeEco announced acquisition of California-based consumer electronics manufacturer Vizio for two billion dollars. Another major player is Meipai, a video editing and sharing app that launched in late 2014. The mobile video platform has more than 100 million monthly users in China and has been described by Facebook's chief product officer Chris Cox as the Instagram for video. That is, before Instagram actually offered video. The app is made by Meitu, the third largest app developer in China and a top 10 global app developer worldwide. It has recently started emphasizing fashion and beauty content with several high-profile influencer activations. Now, this is just a snapshot of some of the players in China today. There are perhaps a dozen others, including CNTV and Sohu Video, that we don't have time to go into today. But I encourage you to research and learn more about the Chinese video market if you're curious. So, what are the opportunities for companies that want to work in China? It's a notoriously tough market to navigate, particularly for foreigners. So find a good partner or be prepared to pay your dues. There are a number of American video companies who have found success in China, including Larry Namer's Matan Global Entertainment, which takes popular American shows and formats to produce local Chinese content. A great example of which is Gossip Girl China. Thoughtful Media is another LA-based company that represents creators in China across several of the major platforms. And operates an MCN for talent across Southeast Asia. Others can certainly learn from their examples of models to produce, distribute, and syndicate content in China to capture new audiences and revenue opportunities. To recap, China is unique given it is the most populous country in the world. YouTube is not available there, and the country's growing economic and political power make it a leader in the eyes of many throughout the world. There are maybe a dozen video platforms competing for audience attention. The largest of which include IKI, Youku, Tencent Video, LeEco, and Meipai. And finally, American companies like Matan and Thoughtful Media have found success in the Chinese market, and there's great opportunity for others to do so if they're willing to put in the work. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you found this episode useful. If so, please make sure to like our page on Facebook and LinkedIn. 
we'll be doing a few more of these episodes about different international video markets. So if you have questions or there's a specific market you're curious to learn more about, drop us a line at allthingsvideopodcast at gmail.com. Again, we appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you next time.